Hey, and welcome to the Hero's Journey podcast, series two, episode three. Today, I'm going to be looking at self-esteem. In series one, episode eight, we looked at negative thought patterns and how they can affect us and lead to negative self-image and poor self-esteem. So in this episode, we're going to continue looking at self-esteem and how our thoughts and actions can actually reinforce low self-esteem. So like one thing that we can know for sure is that low self-esteem is and can be controlled by our thoughts and actions. The thing is, what we don't realise is that unconsciously, a lot of the time, we're reinforcing our own low self-esteem with our thoughts and actions. And you know, it's not always entirely us to blame. A lot of us have past experiences that have influenced the way that we think of and view ourselves. If you remember back in uh, series one, episode eight, I talked about blocking out the light in order to protect yourself from being blinded. It was a metaphor. But in the process of doing that, you also keep yourself in the dark. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like, even though you had an experience way back that you blocked out, you would have unconsciously built up some mechanisms and safety measures to protect yourself from anything like that ever happening again. The thing is now that even though that experience is long gone, those protection systems are still in place and are very actively working to block out even a slight reoccurrence of whatever it was that damaged your self-esteem or hurt you. Excuse me, let me just check my So the problem with that is that it often manifests in, um, it often manifests negatively in our daily life and in situations and circumstances and with people that are not even related to the original issue. And it's because those systems and mechanisms, they don't discriminate against situations and circumstances of people. All they do is detect any similar traces of that old hurt and that old feeling and say whoa 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 stop stop that right there and they send a signal to your unconscious mind saying yeah yeah get out get out of this situation stop it right now <laughs> and you find yourself uh shutting down or shying away or avoiding or getting aggressive towards it depends entirely on the way uh you react personally and what those mechanisms are for instance, if you had a really strict parent as a child that would scold you really harshly for even the, even the smallest minor issues, you may find yourself telling yourself, I've got to be perfect. I've got to get everything right. I can't make a mistake. And when you do make a mistake, even a small one, you tell yourself, oh, I'm rubbish. I'm not good enough. I, you know, I, just, I might as well give up. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with having high expectations and standards for yourself and there's nothing wrong with a parent wanting to instill good uh, working values and high uh, expectations in their child but the problem is when it goes to when it goes so far into the realm of uh, scolding and disciplining and smacking the child into fear of failing that's when it becomes a problem so now you're an adult and you still got that fear in you, that fear of failing, that fear of messing up, that fear of getting it wrong. So you 
you don't try things and you don't i don't know you don't talk to people you don't go after the things that you want you don't um you know you know what i'm saying right there could be so many ways that that manifests itself and also when you do try something and it goes even slightly wrong you're the first person to say i'm rubbish i'm rubbish i can't do it i give up a good example is my uh my ex-partner when we first got together within like the first couple of years i really noticed that she was very harsh on herself uh always apologizing for stuff that she didn't need to be apologized for like an automatic reaction to doing anything oh, sorry 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 and i find myself a lot of the time saying what what are you apologizing for what's ha- what's happened are you, are you even apologizing to me and she'll be like oh you know i've done it and i'll be like no you don't need to keep apologizing all the time you don't need to keep saying sorry like we're you know we're humans we make these mistakes these things that you're saying sorry for they're not even any kind of violations they're just you know and she would also give up on things really easy so i'll be showing her how to do something and then the first time she doesn't get it or the first time she makes a mistake she'd like throw it down if it was something phys- uh, physical or give up or you know throw her hands up and be like oh, I, I can't do this i'm not good enough this is why i don't try this this is why you know very much like that and i had to spend a lot of time um helping her get through that and saying you know like you're new to this like you can't expect yourself to get it right first time every time like you, you can't expect yourself to just be perfect at every single thing and it turns out that you know her, her dad was uh you know very strict very a, a disciplinary a strong disciplinarian and she would get in trouble a lot you know for I don't know, very small mistakes and she'd be scolded very harshly so she had carried that over into her adult life relationships and work and everything and it took a long long time of me reassuring her that i wasn't going to treat or judge her in that way and obviously showing her that you know by not reacting in the same way that her dad did in and dad did when she was a child and eventually she kind of she she just grew out of it uh, but sometimes without somebody um to show you something different to the experiences that you've already have it can be very difficult to break out of those cycles especially those self um self-defeating um low self-esteem kind of cycles man in the same way like a lot of us now treat ourselves so harshly and judge ourselves harshly for like even tiny things that we fall short on beating ourselves up uh, a really good one that I can relate to and, and I have been a, a culprit of is things like taking time out for myself like Wednesday and Thursday I took both evenings off just to rest and relax not because I felt ill or not because I felt burnt out but because I just wanted a break from studying from writing from work from recording these podcasts and whatnot you know um and man it was a struggle i had thoughts for the whole night and the whole the next day and last night um all all, all negative thoughts you know i'm i was neglecting my duties i was telling myself i'm letting myself down 
uh, I'm being lazy, there's plenty of work to be done, why am I resting when there's work to be done that isn't finished, my listeners are going to be disappointed, I'm not being consistent and the list just goes on and even my dad passed, passed by my room and saw me lying down and he was like what's wrong with you, are you sick? And I was like, no, I'm just relaxing because, you know, I want to. And he was like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> even he knows that, you know, if I'm just relaxing, he knows that I'm not, if I'm not up doing something, creating or whatever, he, there must be something wrong, you know? And on the surface, maybe it sounds great. Like I'm being so productive and I'm getting things done and da-da. But I've actually created a dangerous cycle of not allowing myself to rest until I'm sick. To the point where even the people around me think this person doesn't rest unless he's sick. Even my works at college, if I take a day off, I come in the next day, they're like, yeah, you must have been sick because you never take a day off. And by telling myself that, I should never just be doing nothing because if I am, I'm being lazy. I've created, like I said, this dangerous cycle. The, the irony is that I only ever really get sick when I haven't been, <laughs> haven't been resting. So the cycle is just ongoing and I had to break it. So now, when I, if I feel I need a night off, or a day off or I want to chill, play some computer or just zone out with some candles, music, incense. I do it, you know. Um, I just take a nice long shower, like hot, nice and steamy, relax, let all the muscles relax. You know what's great? Sitting down in the shower, man. It's just, wait, it's a vibe, I'm telling you. Um, the work isn't going anywhere. And when I come to do the work, I'll be in a better place of, um, I'll be in a better frame of mind. I'll have more headspace and physical strength to give to the work, you know? So, I think it's important to be aware of past experiences and strict rules that we're imposing on ourselves that may really be taking a toll on our self-esteem as well as our overall physical and mental health. Like, we can't undo what has already happened. One second. We can't undo what has already happened in the past um, to install these inhibiting and self-defeating ideas, but we can learn new ways to deal with them experiences. And, you know, as well as techniques to stop us blocking out the light and beating ourselves up, you know? And we've got to learn to break out of these cycles that we've and in positions that we've put on ourselves. So I've, I've made a note of two things, right? You can do right now, because I don't want this to just be theoretical and just say, oh, you know, we need to do this and we need to do that. And, you know, that's great. Like challenging mindsets and that is great, but it needs, I think it needs to be combined with action you know calls to action changes need to be uh made and implement implemented immediately you know <laughs> so it is two things that uh you can do to help break break yourself out of these self-depreciating thoughts uh, especially in times when you find yourself in a low place in terms of mood and self-esteem and this one it is I will admit it's quite challenging because it requires you 
kind of going head to head with the things that are giving you a problem. So to, like, take a minute to think about and pinpoint anything that's happened over the last few days or weeks. Uh, it, it might even be a longer period of time if, if it's some sort of deep rooted issue. And then you need to break down that thing, that occurrence, that issue into facts and assumptions. Because a lot of the time, we're overthinking stuff, man. And we're building up scenarios, issues, interactions in our mind so much that we've actually lost sight of the cold hard facts about what really happened. We build up things and assume the worst, you know, worst case scenario. And we assume that we deserve the worst punishment as well. A lot of the time we're punishing ourselves before the punishment even, <laughs> punishment even comes if it's coming at all. And that, can really cause unnecessary stress and can really uh, make us very critical of ourselves and what we think we did wrong or how we think we should have acted or treated that person or whatever can just go into a real downward spiral of negative thoughts. So take the time to really analyze the situation in a facts versus assumptions breakdown did it really did whatever happened really happen the way that you think it did was it really your fault did you really do your best and you know you that's why i said it's a bit of a tricky one because you do need to be honest with yourself maybe you were the worst in that situation maybe you were the problem but it doesn't mean that you are worthy of eternal punishment and you um just need to enter into a time an, an endless time of self-loathing like acknowledge and accept that you messed up and at the same time allow yourself to see where things could be improved what you're going to do different next time how you're going to fix it and also where it wasn't your fault sometimes you've done something out of a reaction to something that was done or said or presented to you and maybe that reaction wasn't managed very well, you know. But be aware of it. If you're aware, then you can make changes. That's why I spend a lot of time talking about being conscious of your emotions, your thoughts. So you can, you know, analyse them and say, alright, this is what I did at that time. Or this is what I, how I acted around this person and so on and so forth. And then you can start making them changes. You know, but really break it down into the facts and assumptions. You know, what are the facts? Yes, I did do this. No, I didn't actually do that. Do, 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 so on and so forth. Yeah. The next thing you can do is like changing your focus and focusing on what motivates you and makes you happy in order to find rest. I talked a little bit about rest. A minute ago about allowing myself to rest and a lot of the times we can't rest is because we're too busy focusing on what needs to be done what hasn't been done what needs to change what I've done wrong what I need to do right where I messed up where I want to be better like all of these things that that a lot of the time that is our focus but we in order to kind of break out of that cycle and get rest you need to change the focus for a bit and focus on something that like I said even motivates or makes you happy sometimes our minds just can't rest 
thinking about how stupid or useless we are or have been uh, and you know one of the bodies and, and the mind's natural responses is sleep because sleep allows your body allows your mind to heal and it allows your mind to sort through all the stuff that's going on but the thing is when you try and sleep with all this stuff on your mind all this stuff focused on your mind all you find yourself doing is lying in bed <laughs> mulling it over going down 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 into a worse place tossing turning stressing and before you know it, it's two three four in the morning and you, you you try to go rest and get some sleep but you've just been there stressing and making it worse now you're tired physically and mentally and you know what you got work the next morning and then you're ratty all these things so what i suggest like i said about showering go take a, go take a long hot bath go take a long hot shower like i'm telling you yeah i take a long hot shower every single day every day every day when i come in from work before bed at least um sometimes straight away before work. it really centers me relaxes my mind relaxes my body my muscles and it always leaves me feeling de-stressed get yourself some good shower gels like some that smell good my nose is blocked because the irony of that uh, then do something that you enjoy and makes you happy i like candles i've got these really nice um like incense made from trees from canada so it smells like i'm in a, a, the woods i guess it's like an outdoor smell it doesn't smell like it's not normal incense but it's really nice i play some chilled sounds turn on the xbox play some games man and it creates a zone that's what you're trying to do you're creating a zone an environment where you can relax physically and mentally and for me it may not be for you but playing games allows my mind to explore new worlds um new challenges that i don't have to think too seriously about like you may prefer cooking or baking or painting or singing or dancing or just watching some funny series on Netflix or whatever. I don't recommend like dramas or horrors or any, anything that involves complex situations or upsetting stuff. Because the mind is likely to start storing that sort of thing. You want something that's light, upbeat, funny. Uh, and choose something small and easy that you could com complete then and there not a big three month task you know you want something that you can complete then and there like a small puzzle or like i said a game or a cake or something that you're gonna be able to feel the reward and gratitude of in that moment like games especially are great because you get that sense of achievement then and there um, cooking you get that sense of achieve, achievement and completement then and there and that's going to boost your feelings about yourself I've completed something I've done something right you know I've made something I've created something it could be a painting and that's going to help bring up your self-worth within that moment so then when you come to go to bed now your mind is going to be a little clearer yeah you're gonna have a little bit more peace hopefully enough for you to get a good night's sleep and then when you're sleeping your mind's gonna have time to really process everything that's been going on and that you're going through 
and hopefully you should wake up a little bit feeling a little bit better the problems aren't gone but now you've got a little bit more mental capacity to take them on and get through what you're going through uh, that's that's it for this podcast it's not uh, a super long one but i do hope it's been insightful interesting and you've got some practical tips there so please uh, comment like subscribe and share if you know somebody else that might benefit from this and i look forward to speaking to you in the next podcast peace